Good morning. Welcome back to Divinity 648. My name is Christina. Today is Monday, June the 20th, 2022. It is 1127 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I also have 27% battery life, the vibration of the number nine, which is so significant because um, this episode is focused on the energy point system that I have been learning through my ancestors in the way that I uh, incorporate their energy as far as when I do my energy maintenance sessions. And the other day when we were looking at the planetary um, shifts that have uh, the five in a row yesterday's episode, uh, we were talking about how each of the planets impact our physical bodies and our chakras and the way that we receive, perceive, and um, articulate uh, on a regular basis. So there's actually nine, nine dominant chakras that are impacted by the, multi, uh, the planets out there, including this planet Earth. And I know that uh, one of the things that I wanted to do with my website was to make sure the content on it was not copy paste, copy paste, um, but more so review, channel, and post in an original format. So that way the information is as close as accurate to the information I receive through channeling versus following other people's alleged truths, facts. And assumptions. So when I was looking at the chakras, because I I wanted to uh, really delve into the summer solstice energy, and then the the way that the five planets will be impacting us from uh, yesterday's date straight forward uh, up until July the seventh, I believe is what I was told. Um, we can you know through channeling, we started working through the chakras. So uh, what I learned. What I learned, right, my truth at this present moment was that the um, the energy points are literally our entire energetic body is impacted by every planet that is around us, okay? And even that Kepler-16b planet that we are only recently able to see has always impacted us as far as our life uh, force, our key, okay? So... I was able to grab all of that information from them through channeling and I posted it on my website, divinity648.com on the page um, energy point system. So if you go to the website, you go into the menu and you click energy point system, that's exactly how it was related to me. And then I put the... It's like a little figure, a shape, a black shape off to the side, which shows the way that the energy radiates through the body and around the heart chakra or the the anatta, right? It goes inward, okay? It, it's like, um, you know, like an hourglass, how the middle is in, okay? And that's that area is the heart chakra area. And the reason why it's inward is because the energy goes within our um, anatta the same way that our heart pumps blood, right? The central portion of our being. Um, all of the energy goes into the heart chakra area uh, to get pushed, to get filtered, right? That heart, the way that the heart pumps and is like the central force for everything, it's the same deal energetically, 
So I went through all that that energy with them and I got to understand that, uh, number one, the aura, luminous chakra, is governed or um, ruled by the sun, meaning the way that the sun helps with like photosynthesis and, you know, all these other amazing things that the sun does for us. That's exactly what it does for our aura, which is why it's so important to get out into the sun every now and then, um, even if it's temporary or short term exposure, the sun, um, it recharges, it rejuvenates, it, 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 helps our aura to thrive, to grow, to heal, to, to be vibrant. And it charges it, you know, like solar panels. It does that to our aura as well. That's the best way I can explain that. Okay. And the aura would be that outer circle layer of that black, um, shape that I put on the side of the, the, breakdown of of all the chakras and then it goes on to uh, how the bindu chakra is you know connected to the moon right and then the and i might be saying these wrong agaya or the third eye chakra is connected to pluto now i want to stop right there and talk about pluto for a minute because i went on the internet googling the crap out of um what ways the planet pluto in fact uh excuse me impacts us on a regular basis, you know, all these other planets and the way that it hits us in our birth charts and, you know, astrologically, there's really no solid way of breaking down Pluto. So I started channeling the energy of Pluto. And that's when I realized that Pluto governs karma. Pluto governs um, karmic cycles. It's dominant uh, with the five-year uh, cycle. Every five years, you're going to go through a serious transformation. But what Pluto does is it kicks you into gear um, with summer and winter solstice energy, right? So around, not even just solstice, equinox energy has a role too. So you go uh, into like a you get into the darkness of it, right? The dark night of the soul part of your karmic cycles around October. And depending on the level of work you do and how much work you're doing is when you get to step out of that. And either way, um, you definitely come out of it around June or exactly when you're entering into uh, summer solstice. Excuse me, I misspoke. So it's equinox energy in October, and then you step into solstice energy around June. And that's that energy that is associated with our karmic cycles and the way that we go through the various things that we need to so we can ascend, right? Especially if you're a higher vibrational person. But regardless, Pluto um, is dominant with the third eye chakra because it is, it is the non-physical. It is the spirit realm. It is energy, which is um, that karmic energy is what I'm talking about. And I can speak from personal life experiences. I've gone through this literally every five years. Um, and it never fails. The months are always June and October for the same type of energy. Um, so if you don't do the work and you hold on to things that you're not supposed to be holding on to, equinox energy is going to kick your butt right into dark night of the soul. And if you finally do the work and you release yourself, you don't have to go through the things that you're going to typically go through. So it's so important to utilize the main four quarters of the moon cycle, right? New moon, first quarter, third quarter, I'm sorry, full moon, uh, I'm out of context because I'm channeling and they don't want me talking about all that. Uh, the bottom line is they want you to work with the quarters of the moon and I'm going to um, 
put that on the website too. I'm going to break it down the way that it was taught to me a few years ago. But you definitely want to use the four quarters of the moon to work through your karmic cycles. Because if you don't, when equinox comes around, it's going to force you into that energy to make you go through unnecessary circumstances and chain of events. So that way you can detach yourself or remove yourself from certain situations, including comfort zones, and move forward in life. So that way you can ascend, right? Because we can't stay stagnant. We are energy. Everything is energy. Um, So when you're working with karmic cycles, we go through it monthly with the quarters of the moon. And then we go through it uh, annually, (sighs) five years, right? Five is a number of transformation. That's what Pluto is all about. So then you go on to the Vishtudi, which is the throat chakra, and that's governed by Saturn. I think I already said that to you guys. I'm sorry. I lost myself. So starting from scratch, it's the Sahasra crown chakra, which is associated with the universe. Then you've got the Bindu chakra, which is associated with the moon. Then you have the Agaya third eye chakra, which is associated with Pluto. Then you have the Vishuddhi throat chakra, which is associated with Saturn. Anatta heart chakra is associated with Venus. Menapura solar plexus chakra is associated with Jupiter and ooh, geez. Um, the navel chakra, which is associated with Mercury, and I hope I don't butcher this, but I'm getting um, Shvadishthana uh, is the navel chakra, and it's associated with Mercury, okay? And then the um, Muladhara is the root chakra, which is associated with Mars. And then believe it or not, what they told me, and I don't care how crazy this sounds, The physical body, like our skin, the outer layer of our skin, is associated with the planet Earth. Um, I'm still learning this one, but I do know that it's very valid because um, when I'm tapping in, doing my uh, spiritual solitude, focusing on my breathing, right? We do the deep breaths in, exhale until you can't exhale anymore. Don't do it more than three times. Take a break, come back to it later. I always feel the skin tingling underneath the skin. It's like a tingling sensation. Um, and when I asked them about that, they kept saying, you know, nobody wraps their mind around the fact that the physical body is an energy point itself, Um, And then, of course, you have your your key, your life force, which is governed by the Kepler 16B planet. Um, I think it was 2020 and I could be wrong. You know, I kind of I I was going into my moments where um, when I talk to the divine, when I talk to God and when I say God, I always reference every God all gods, all goddesses. I I asked them immediately. I was like, I want to know where my soul came from. I want to see my home. Like, I want to know where our souls originate from. Like, you know, and I understand that it's not the same for everyone, but then I was corrected. And I said, you know what? I said some other things that I'm not going to repeat on here. But then shortly after we discovered this planet called Kepler 16b. And the thing that blew my mind was the fact that it had two suns. And during that same conversation, I was kind of in this energy of not hating the snow, but just not wanting to shovel the snow, right? Like I have um, chronic back pains that I'm able to um, detach 
from the actual pain at times, especially when you're in a light body. But if you know when you're getting psychic attacks from every basic chick around you who's hating on you and you're not doing what you need to do because you're focused on other things, um, you can fall from a light body, which would make you sustainable or um, make you uh, in alignment to feel the pain of a physical body and receive ailments, right? So I was talking to them about all those things and I was like, you know, I'm so tired of this. I was like, you know, in the next life or, you know what I want? I was like, I want to see home. I was like, you know, in, in this snow stuff, I was like, I don't want to deal with the snow anymore. I want it to be warm wherever I am. I was like, I want my own son. I want my own son for myself, right? Just talking shit. Um, so that way I didn't have to feel the cold like everybody else. I didn't want to feel the cold like everybody else. You know, um, I didn't want to have to shovel. I was sitting there telling them like uh, things like, you know, let it snow everywhere else, but not where I have to travel. And if it has to snow where I am, may it only be on the grass or the ground and not on the asphalt or the streets. And I never stop and I will never stop asking for that because um, I freaking hate shoveling the snow. It's beautiful to look at, but nobody wants to touch it, really, not for me. Um, and it was around that time that that Kepler 16B showed up. So I do believe that the Kepler 16B is associated with our life force. I believe that planet is that planet that radiates the necessary energy towards us um, to want to ascend, to want to be better people, to want to be uh, in our true, authentic um, purpose, right? To follow our heart's um, true desires, to uh, step into mission and be real humanitarians and want things a certain kind of way. Um, I don't think that that planet radiates any toxicity as far as, um, you know, the need to dominate and lie on people and oppress and murder people. I think that was associated with some parasite energy that I channeled a, a few weeks ago. Um, and I think that that's going away. And again, I really do think that's going away because if you listen to an episode I posted a few weeks ago, Tops, um, where I was talking about, you know, stop doing reversals for now, even if it's only temporary, just transmute it to positive energy because you don't want to contribute to the problem that they're trying to help us through. And that's by removing the toxicity, exposing those karmic ass individuals who are unhealthy for everyone around them um, by demonstrating just who they are and how they are, right? If you're low vibrational, toxic as fuck, you're going to be exposed, um, it's going to show through. People are going to see you for who you are. There's no more facade. I've been saying this for years that um, Kali and Oya showed up and, you know, Kali painted everybody's masks gray. Their rising sign energy was painted gray. So that way their narcissistic tendencies or their toxic or hostile behaviors could no longer be camouflaged. You, you know, people couldn't be manipulated as easily as they were before. Um, and that Oya... Oh, yeah, was that force, that force that comes through and causes them to move in their flow so confidently that they forget or don't even realize that they're being exposed, right? They're so confident in their actions that they're outwardly projecting this toxic energy and the people around them are seeing them for who they are, not what they're, uh, those people are hoping to be seen as, right? Exposure. 
So all of that is going on right now. And then we are in we're in summer solstice too right now, which is absolutely beautiful energy, right? Those summer vibes, very uh, energetic, feeling like you could take on the world kind of flow. Still watch your physical limitations, you know, watch your physical body, maintain yourself. But people should be having that oomph, that extra energy, kind of like Christmas spirit, right? But in the summertime, that's what solstice energy is all about. It's that high vibrational energy to give you the motivation to push yourself through those final steps so that way when equinox energy comes back around it's not brutal on you anymore right doing what you need to do to put an end or, or seal that book put the book on the bookshelf kind of um, analogy right so on that same page on the website energy points there's this uh shape figure and the way that it works is the line that goes straight down the middle will be your key. That's your life force. And the lines that go straight across are the lines um, associated with each of the so uh, chakra points. The chakra points don't just exist on the inside of the physical body. The chakra points actually um, go all the way through you. Um, think of like there's a museum. And I can never remember the name of the museum, no matter how hard I try. I almost feel like they changed the name of the museum or something because whatever it's called right now, and I'm hearing Smithsonian, um, it's just not the right name. It's not right somehow, some way. But there's this beautiful museum and it's like a spiral, right? So if you go to the top and you look down, it's literally just like a spiral all the way down and it's absolutely beautiful. That's the way the chakras move. Um, it's a continuous spiral, you know, like the medical symbol um, where it's almost like it just spirals around the shape. That's exactly or like a DNA. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like the key goes straight down. Right. Think of like the planet. Right. The key goes straight down the middle. And then the chakras are like a never ending spiral that goes all the way around to the top, to the bottom. And the chakras just change energy into one another. So it's a continuous flow. Um, think of it like a spring, right? There's a spring and it has like maybe 10 layer, uh, 10 layers to that spring or 10, uh, coils to the spring, right? It's a continuous coil. Just, just, you know, the first like one inch would be the, um, the physical body chakra, right? The skin. And then it would go into your root chakra and then it would go into your navel and it would just continuously go that way. It never is a separate thing. They're never separated. Uh, and the way that your key works is it comes down the middle and then it goes all the way around that figure, like a figure eight, you know, think of like a timing belt or a belt to like a, a mechanical part, how the belt just constantly goes, goes, goes over and over and over again. And what happens is, is when you're in, um, when your chakras are unaligned, your key cannot flow freely throughout that figure eight. Not at all, because it's being um, disrupted. It is like a disconnect, right? Think of like um, a train derailing. It can't have a continuous flow because there's a disconnect, which would cause the key to... Um, come off track or skip a chakra and and just go right over to the next one um which is why you would have problems with communication problems with your third eye seeing the spirit realm um problems connecting to cosmic consciousness problems um speaking your your you know feeling in alignment with your emotions and and so on and so forth so that is exactly what it looks like 
when I'm dealing with energy and when I do my energy maintenance sessions, I bring in the seven soul ray colors, literally the seven soul rays. Um, and I have it go through every single chakra point to activate it, to charge it, to put it back into alignment. So that way your key can go back to flowing all the way through hitting all of those points in like a figure eight nonstop. Um, and again, all of these chakras are not just within your body where your, your life force touches it, but it also is connected to your aura, which if you put your hand straight across, straight out, and you add six feet to your fingertips and you let that radiate all around your body, that's the size of everybody's aura. It's at least six feet from your fingertips, right? So if we do go through another COVID pandemic, or if it gets as bad as it used to be and we're back to social distancing, you don't want to just do six feet. I don't care what the CDC says. I'm not disrespecting them and I'm not challenging them because they're right. We have six feet. Everybody has six feet within their energy. It's six feet from your fingertips. But keep in mind that our aura and other people's auras, they're six feet from their fingertips too. You don't want to touch their aura because literally energetically, it's like the color wheel, right? You overlap blue with yellow, you get green. So sickness, if you give yourself six feet and you give them six feet, which unfortunately is about 12 feet, right? It's unrealistic, especially if you live in a city. But if you give yourself at least that much, you won't have to worry about it because it takes, you know, time for the ailments to travel. I, I don't want to get into all that. But when I was asking them about all of it, like, did they get it wrong? Because I know we have six feet within our aura. And they were like, no, what they forgot to include was other people's aura. We have six feet to ourselves, but we need to give them six feet too, right? Because they need six feet. And if we only can take uh, consider our own six feet, they're still touching our energy. They're um, Another thing I learned with my ancestors was, is that physical ailments are uh, consequences of energetic properties, okay? So if you can keep your energy clean, your aura clean, and away from other individuals, you can actually purge it from all ailments, right? It's like hair dye in your hair. You let that shit grow out. Or you can get an energy maintenance session. You could do shower meditations. You can work with crystals, sound bowls, HD frequencies. Uh, lime water is amazing for cleaning out negative energy. Clean your hands with lime water. Um, what else? What else? That's pretty much it. So the sun is for your aura. The universe, believe it or not, is connected to the crown chakra. The moon is connected to the bindu chakra. Pluto, third eye, Saturn, throat, Venus, heart, Jupiter, solar plexus, Mercury is your navel, Mars is your root, and the planet Earth is associated with the physical body. Um, so I wanted to just come on here and talk about that because, again, we're in solstice energy. Solstice energy hit us at five, just after five o'clock, like 514 in the morning yesterday, Eastern Standard Time. We are in summer solstice. If you are watching your intakes and avoiding um, low vibrational food, drink, and activities, you're going to be at your highest uh, state, right? Your purest state. You're going to be able to tap into that light body energy. 
Um, I'm not saying you're not going to feel physical pain. You will, especially if you have other individuals in your life who do not have a light body. You will actually notice that you absorb their pain, their ailments, or at least you can feel it, or at least I know I can. Um, And it's amazing because that's the perfect time to work with like I don't know, about a year ago, I started working with uh, Young Living Essential Oils, um, the Vitality line on a different level, right? I still have my formula too, but I was grabbing certain oils and sniffing them in certain um, orders and even putting some under my tongue with water and having crystals around. And I actually was able to tap into the my reflexes, right? Um, I did an episode where I even said it when I told my son, do not hit me because we play fight in our house. He came over jokingly and hit me anyway. And the, the food that was in my mouth literally just flew off my tongue uncontrollably. It was a reflex. Um, you're able to uh, kind of reboot, recharge your reflexes using the, the scents, the smells of these purified oils. Um, I am going to get back into it because they're pushing me for it. I've just been bogged down with legal matters, um, which is another amazing thing. I have been uh, channeling a set of attorneys that my deceased grandfather had connected me with, one of them being my cousin, um, Attorney Barrows. And they've been doing their best to help me through some legal matters, right? Because pro se litigants... uh, believe it or not, are expected to conduct themselves in a court of law the same way uh, an experienced attorney would, um, which is freaking insane. But it is what it is, right? So tapping into that ancestral side of myself and tapping into those family genes and learning things. And then, of course, my grandfather bringing in Uh, souls that he was familiar with or has crossed paths with um, who were able to assist me to the best of my ability to interpret the information that they were giving me, right? Because that's another thing. It's like trying to speak a different language. If you haven't learned the vocabulary, you're not going to be able to articulate exactly how it's being sent to you. Um, And energy, uh, energetic communication isn't verbal, all the time, right? It's not always words. It's just knowledge being bestilled within you. You still, if you're lacking the proper terminology or the vocabulary, you might know what you know. It's just hard to verbally articulate it out loud because you're missing that, the vocabulary, you're missing those terms, um, the terminology. So it was, it's been fun, but that's unfortunately where my mind has been focused. It's been on judicial matters, which has definitely impacted the amount of attention I've been giving to my lessons and in, in updating the website and the blog to share the knowledge that I receive as I receive it for those who understand it. Um, and again, I'm not for everyone. I'm very straightforward. I'm very blunt. Um, I am a Hayoka empath, no matter you know, how I try to uh, project myself, I will always mirror certain qualities, tendencies, behaviors, and karmic lessons as the divine feels necessary, right? That's why they call Hey Yoga as a sacred clown. Um, They don't have the same level of free will when it comes to spirituality as everybody else. You know, when you, you are faced with that blue pill, red pill, Um, and you take that pill, you don't get to come back. And what you do when you take that pill is you basically sign away your free will when it comes to spirituality. You forget 
a lot of things. So that way you are pure in your lessons and untainted from external influences and teachings. You know, people will look at me like I'm uh, uneducated or, you know, I don't even know my civil rights and all these other things. And it's like, it's not that I didn't learn them. It's not that I'm not familiar with it, what the terminology is. I'm channeling, bro. And, and I'm working with the divine, right? I'm not focused on these words because when you are tapped into ancestral wisdom, ancestral knowledge, universal language, universal wisdom, universal meaning the universe, um, physical words don't exist. We don't use words. It's energy. It's, it's sight, right? Seeing is knowing. Um, you see what you need to know, right? They, they give you imagery. They give you um, little short movie clips in your head or they play physical songs that we have on our radios to help you understand the type of energy that's coming through. Um, like yesterday, my friend's family members um, came through just to show up. You know, they were like, hey, this is you need to hear this. You need to hear this. This is this is associated with this. You know, you just need to hear this. But it came from them because they want to be heard. They want to be known. They want to be recognized. Um, they want to be acknowledged for still being around um, and, and interacting with their loved ones on the physical plane, right? It's not so much that they're my now teachers or anything. It's more so that um, there's a slight connection between us and I radiate very loudly energetically. So their information is received by me and I give them acknowledgement, right? Um, my my kids' friends would come over and I'd have to like try to filter myself as best as I could because I didn't want to embarrass my kids. But it's like I don't talk to myself. I talk to spirit all freaking day long. I do not ignore them ever. I'm in the car. We're shooting the shit. I'm in my house. We're shooting the shit. If If a spirit comes through to talk to me, I acknowledge it. I acknowledge it. I have I engage with spirit all day long, you know, because. Um, when I first started out, I got to see one here, one that is attached to the property. Didn't die. I don't think it died. I don't think he died in the property. I think she did. Um, or she died while she was living here, but he didn't die in here, but he's tied here because he, he had an unfortunate chain of events here. There's a karmic cycle here that never got cleaned. Um, and I was a little afraid of him in the beginning. And then after learning about him, he was just like explaining, you know, I just want to be acknowledged. I just want to, um, I just want to be recognized as a soul that's still here, regardless if I have a physical body or not. And that spoke volumes to me. And that's why I do what I do. That's why I, I don't give a crap what anybody says about me. You want to make it front of me? You want to talk shit about me? Man, I love who I am. I love what I can do. I love that I can talk to dead people. Um, they're better company than a lot of people that are physically here. They have no, some of them still work with ego. I don't know how that's possible. They could just be low vibe. I'm not really sure of that part yet. We haven't uh, touched that part of my lessons, completely finished that part of my lessons. But um, some of them come through and they're just really genuine and humbled and grateful to be recognized and acknowledged instead of being here and ignored. You know, that gentleman freaked me out 
And I mean, scared the shit out of me one day when I was in the basement fixing the water pump on my washing machine. Uh, I literally jumped right up when I noticed him and I ran up the stairs and I left all my tools out. I left the machine out. I was petrified. Um, and I barred him from ever entering my apartment or coming within certain feet because I thought he was like, he looked like the thing from Legion with Will Smith, those tall gray things. It scared the fuck out of me. Um, and then he just explained himself and why he was here and, and how he was observing me and, uh, so on and so forth. And he explained why he doesn't want to leave this property and, you know, let me know that he'll respect boundaries if I could just let him have, you know, freedom to be in the common areas at least, you know, and what I agreed to was you can do whatever you want in this building, just stay out of my apartment. Um, and even at that, sometimes we'll communicate and we'll, we'll chit chat a little bit. Um, he loves coffee too. You know, that's besides the point, but that's what I do. I chat all the fucking time with these entities and in these souls because um, I respect them like real human beings because at one point they were, you know, and that's the problem with other people. You guys judge and talk shit about things you don't understand. You know, there's nothing in this world that you can say to me that will make me feel like I'm a demonic or a demon or I'm possessed or I'm evil. Um, one thing I've learned working with the divine is there's white magic, there's dark magic, and there's the divine. Okay. You can participate in dark magic. You can participate in white magic. You can blend the two together if you want. That's that witchy energy. But then you can choose not to interact with any of that and follow the divine. Tap into your ancestral wisdom. Work on your inner self, spiritual solitude, and ascend yourself to the point of no return. So that way you're in alignment with the divine. You're on your true authentic path. You know? And that, for me, that right there is the ultimate achievement of life is coming into union with your higher self by working strictly with the divine and the divine isn't you know one religion over another the divine doesn't acknowledge religion because the divine is what your religions talk about you know it's like you want me to learn stories about the, the beings that i'm directly communicating with i'm gonna listen to them over you and i don't care how stupid or ignorant or foolish i sound to anyone right because i'm a hayoka we are sacred clowns we will look like a fool to most people and i'm okay with that um, just as long as the knowledge and the information I'm receiving, I know to be true comes from them. And that's what we were doing yesterday because the soul, uh, solstice energy was so high vibrational that I was able to receive the in-betweens and understand things on a different level. And I want to heal more. I want to do more physical healing and understand the physical body and all these things in the way that ailments can uh, infect us, right? We started looking at autoimmune disease not too long ago. I went to my I went to my endocrine specialist, uh, Dr. Anderson who informed me for the first time that I had autoimmune disease of the thyroid. I've not ever heard this before, ever. Nobody, none of my doctors said this to me. She's the only one who said that to me. I've not ever heard of that. Uh, so I was a little upset. 
And I was talking to them about it and they were teaching me about the T cells and the B cells and the EBV and how it affects, infects the B cells and then the B cells cannot overcome it and it gets camouflaged and the T cells cannot cure it because of that. And I'm like, we need to stop that shit. (laughs) You know, how do we upgrade these B cells or upgrade the T cells to tell the difference and break the two apart? Um, And that's, that's what I do with my time and my energy. I'm not on social media. I'm not Facebook stalking. I don't watch celebrities. I do go on YouTube and listen to a very few selected um, readers for the third world, uh, actually physical world, toxic updates. You know, I don't like to read that energy. It does lower my vibration. I'm more focused on cosmic consciousness, right? Understanding what these planets are doing and how they're impacting us, tapping into Pluto's energy and understanding how Pluto has been fucking with me for like every five years since I've ever been born. Um, That's the stuff that I'm into. That's the level of energy I want to be focused on. There's so many readers talking about third parties and all this otherness. I don't want to be focused on that. I want to be focused on, you know... Again, life cycles, body, energy, cosmic consciousness, universal knowledge. And when I say universal, I don't mean like, you know, like a universal remote. I'm talking about the universe. Um, That's my level of energy. And I've worked fucking damn hard on myself to get here. And I don't care what people think. I don't care how people feel about it. It's not that I'm shitting on anybody or disrespecting anybody. It's just different strokes for different folks. Um... I'm still doing readings, but I'm preferring to do them by Zoom. I am going to be transitioning my office to be more uh, in alignment with the professional services I want to offer through my site. Um, I do want to revamp the office. You know, Fresh Paint, it's been open since 2019. The office has not seen a thorough wash and fresh paint since 2019. Um, And then I want to just open it up strictly for... Um, channeling and and working with clients on a different level. And I am going to pre-screen everybody who wants to come in office and the people that they're affiliated with because whether um, people want to acknowledge it or not, there's some really messed up individuals, especially in my circle, even though I don't include them in my life, um, who will do shady shit. Like try to, they look at you like, you know, that's an easy lick. Um, I'm not an easy hit. Trust me, I'm not. Um, You know, people, there's this girl I was dealing with as a client and I allowed her into my personal life for a temporary moment. Um, And she made a comment to me about the car I had. And she's like, yeah, people who drive cars like this, they've got to be rich. Newsflash, people who drive cars like this don't necessarily have to be rich. If anything, they could be broke as fuck because that car comes with a car payment, a high car insurance bill excise tax and the maintenance isn't fucking nickels and pennies um i'm not an easy lick and i do not accept cash payments period everything is to be paid online everything is to be paid by debit credit venmo cash app paypal and that goes for services and or the online shop um because i don't carry money i don't carry cash everything is digital for me that way, if anybody tries to report me to the IRS or the, the government in any way, which they've done so many fucking times, I'm not worried. 
I can just go to all my platforms and download the most current Excel spreadsheet and send it over to them. Or they can just go do that shit then goddamn selves and they'll see every pounded for. Um, that's what I'm about. That's where my energy is focused. And the reason why I'm saying this out loud is because although I don't recognize, acknowledge or give my energy to it, I do know what is said about me. I try so hard to ignore it. I try so hard to overlook it. Um, I give people the benefit of the doubt. I give them chances, even though every inch of my insides is saying fucking run from this person, stay away from this person, don't call that person, don't answer this phone, Um, this person is shady as fuck. I do go against my better judgment a lot, right? Again, hey, yoga, I'm here for karmic lessons. I'm here to help other people through karmic lessons. And I understand that I don't have the same free will when it comes to those things as everybody else because I am in service. And when you're in service, you've got a job to do. And even if your gut intuition is saying a few things, you have to trust yourself to go through certain things, not just so much for you, but for the other individuals. There's a lot of things that I've gone through. And those lessons had nothing to do with me. But because I'm the one who was on the other side of those lessons, that person didn't have to go through things to the extent that they would have normally gone through them because they had to deal with me versus another karmic or a toxic person. Or, you know, think of it like um, being in service as a light worker. You know, I got offended by some people who were walking around uh, using the term light worker in a making. And I totally get it. I totally get it. I've even posted that a few times uh, because I was in that energy of those individuals. Okay. And I do mirror everything. You can't, I don't want to say can't, we go through ascension, but a light worker is a light worker from the moment you are here. Not everyone is a light worker and that's Okay. That's okay, because just like there's different layers and levels of what we consider to be angels. We all have different jobs and different roles to play. We're here to learn lessons or help people through their lessons. You know, some of us who are real embodiments of light, (laughs) we choose our social circle very cautiously and we keep it very small because we understand that if we have a continuous social circle their karmic lessons become ours. If they can't get through any of their karmic lessons, their generational lessons, we will embody them. We will take them on. I remember my person um, had a karmic cycle and I stepped up to the plate to close that karmic cycle for that person. And it was fucking, excuse my language, it was not fun. It was not entertaining. It sucked. Um, I even forgot that I had agreed to that and I was cursing out the universe. Like, why the F am I going through this? This is BS and I can't believe this is allowed. And, you know, I was like swearing up and down left and right. And, uh, the divine had to remind me, and I say the divine because it's spirit, soul, tribe. You agreed to finish their karmic cycle so they don't have to go through it anymore. So... When you ask or you you Google or you research common knowledge of light workers, divine feminines, you know, all of the above, you'll see that their social circle gets really, really, really small, really small. And that's because we feel everything. 
We experience everything. We're typically 221 days ahead of everything. The higher our vibration goes, the, the bigger that number goes. Um, we see things in people before they realize it within themselves. You know, I did a reading, a personal reading, my first personal reading with the divine on a marker board. And it was so detailed and so thorough and so um, intense that I was like literally signing my name, putting my hand on the board, accepting this energy to be mine. Um, and I was allowed to release myself from certain karmic cycles that I did not have to participate in. But there were certain karmic cycles that I could not remove myself from. Uh, and the ones when you when you are able to remove yourself from certain uh, lessons that you don't have to participate in, it changes things, right? Think of it like a GPS, a navigation system in your car. If you miss a turn, you get rerouted, you get redirected. It's a new route. Um, and that's exactly what happens to us on our life path. OK, you know, um, they asked me, what do you want to be your reward when you're done cleaning all of this karmic energy and you're done living through all of these karmic cycles and you buffer things for all these people regardless if they deserve it or not and I was like what do I want <laughs> I was like I want this I want a big ass freaking boat I want this and and they were giving me energies that were similar to individuals that I already knew at that point in my life so that way that overall personality that overall character that overall energy was there. So I understood. But at that point, I didn't know that. Um, and I was writing their names down thinking that that's what I was supposed to be doing. But the divine knows. Okay. And when you are a Hayoka or a high vibe or, you know, you're in service, it doesn't matter what you write down. The divine knows. It's about intention. It's about comprehension. They knew what they were telling me. I wasn't channeling it correctly because of my vibrational state, but they still took my acceptance like, okay, you're going to participate in this. You're going to go through all of this. You're going to impact this in this way. And the rewards are going to be this. It doesn't matter if I associated it with this person or that person at that point because I didn't have the knowledge that I have now. The divine knew what to do. Okay. So when I said I want X amount of money, it's not that I'm getting X amount of money from this action or that action. It's just this is what I'm going to get, you know, and as time unfolded and I'm working with the divine, you know, my my business is growing in different directions. Right. It's more diversified online shopping. Um, I'm on eBay. I'm plugging in thousands of products, you know, um, a, as fast as I can, considering everything else hitting me at once that I accepted um, to participate in, I guess, on an energetic level, right? Because we all have soul contracts when we come down here. And I accept everything that I go through in my life as an opportunity to grow and help others who go through it. Um, so back to what I was saying, it's just that way, right? So Let's say on the marker board, I put, I'm going to be in a relationship with so-and-so. Well, no, so-and-so has free will, you have free will, and we can make as many left turns, wrong turns, missed turns as we want to. I'm still going to be in a happy, loving, committed relationship with, with a person and get the same exact blessings I'm supposed to get. It doesn't have to be so-and-so. Now, when I do my manifestations and I'm talking to the divine and when I'm getting a personal reading from them, we don't do names. We don't do faces. We do energy. I want this part of this person 
in the person I'm going to end up with. I want these qualities. I want this. I want that, right? Morals, values, ethics, standards, principles. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm perfect, right? I'd much rather be single than be in a toxic relationship. I'm still human. I still have human needs. I still want human things. And I will embrace and enjoy how I get them. Um, but that doesn't make me a karmic. That doesn't make me toxic. That doesn't make me demonic. Um, I'm not violating anyone's free will or anything to do with anything in that extent. And again, back to what I was saying before, there's three major types of energy here. We have dark light or white magic. I'm sorry, we have dark light or dark magic, right? The dark arts, regardless if it's hexes, voodoos, whatever religion you associate the energy from, the dark arts is the dark arts. The white arts is the white arts. And that's that good magic, that white magic that people claim they do. Fine line here, any magic, regardless if you claim it to be white or dark, that influences someone to make decisions that they wouldn't have normally made, or changes somebody's free will in any way other than the path that they were already on is considered dark arts. I don't care what title you give it, period, end of story. If they're doing something that they wouldn't normally do, if you're blocking them from something that they wouldn't have normally been blocked from, that's the dark arts. Somebody called me, uh, did a session with me, like, oh, no, they do white magic. And I'm just sitting there quiet, like, don't be offensive because my friend told me I can be offensive and I was trying to bite my tongue. But what I really wanted to say was, no, when you alter somebody's path, when you obstruct them from certain things, when you take from them, when you pull their energy from them, when you block them from certain people from doing certain things, that's dark arts. I don't care how pretty and how many LED light bulbs you want to put on that bitch. That's dark arts. That's not white magic. I don't do dark arts and I don't do white arts. I'll call commands out, especially um, to reverse what was sent to me, right? Because some people have mastered the ability to blend negativity in with the positivity and send it my direction. And it's like, I don't want to block out all of that. I just want to block out the fuckery. So what I'll do is I'll take the negative side and I'll literally call it out as they had towards me, but put their name there instead. Because I'm keeping everything else you gave me, but I'm sending this back to you. And in order to do that, you do have to call that out. So let's say, let's say, uh, let's say, give me a random name so nobody tries to say that I'm talking about their personal life because I'm definitely not referring this to anyone. Um, but I want to give an example. Let's say, let's say the hippopotamus was intimate with a giraffe and the kangaroo was jealous and wanted to be with the giraffe. So the kangaroo sent witchcraft to the hippopotamus and said, uh, I want the hippopotamus to have the most beautiful life with the most perfect person, but I don't want the giraffe to ever uh, be able to have sexual intimacy with the hippopotamus. I, I want them to go limp every time they go around the hippopotamus. Well, I want to keep some of those blessings. Well, that hippopotamus would want to keep some of those blessings. So that hippopotamus would be like, you know what? Thank you for my blessings. But from this second forward, the giraffe can only be successful intimately with the hippopotamus. Because what you're doing is not creating craft. You're reversing the toxicity that was sent. 
right? You're reversing the negative aspect of that deliverance. And sometimes you just have to call it out for what it is in order to be successful in it. Um, that's what I'm talking about here. That's the level of, of what I'm discussing. Uh, either way, the energy is beautiful. There's so many layers and levels to all of this fuckery. Um, and the world is really, really magical, really magical and just absolutely stunning. And why you would want to interfere with people's free will in the first place is disgusting to me. But I do know that those planets out there are going to be reversing a lot of dark arts, clearing the path for a lot of people so that way they can come into union with the appropriate individuals, regardless of how many binding spells have been done, regardless of those binding spells were to in fact. Okay, yeah, let me say that too. Let's say the giraffe caught winds that the kangaroo was fucking with the giraffe's connection with the hippopotamus. That giraffe may very well try to bind themselves to the hippopotamus to hold on to the hippopotamus because the giraffe found out that the kangaroo was attacking the hippopotamus to send the hippopotamus in a different direction, right? Is it right that the giraffe did that? No, you should never fucking bind yourself to someone. But it's no different than the hippopotamus calling it out moving forward. The giraffe can only be aroused for me. It's not because the hippopotamus didn't want the giraffe with anybody else. The hippopotamus was calling it out specifically to reverse a specific intention sent. So the binding spell from the giraffe to the hippopotamus wasn't necessarily to fuck with the hippopotamus, but to specifically reverse what was sent. You understand? Do you see how it cancels each other out? I don't know how else to say it. I mean, if you're into account accounting, I know you get what I'm saying. Shit will cancel itself out, ins and outs, right? Adjustments. That's basically um, acceptable. And that's acceptable in white light, dark light, and in the divine. But you don't go further than that with the divine. You understand that? You, you never are the one who initiates any of that. You just reverse them. You just back uh, transactions out. You do adjustments. Um, that's that's the best way I can explain it. And that's how you want to go about things moving forward. Just do the adjustments. Don't um, ever initiate any negative um, intent or or directions towards anyone. And again, those planets out there that are in alignment, remember, remember what I said in yesterday's episode the 20th, June 20th, 2022. Remember what I said there? They're all in alignment. They constantly radiate energy towards us that impacts us in different ways, which is why I did the energy point centers um, on my website so you can see how each planet impacts you in your everyday life. And I want you to understand that as all of them, think of like the Power Rangers, right? They, they come together. They morph into one. So those planets are lined up together and they're radiating energy, which by the time it comes to us, it hits us as one. Okay. And if you really listen and you pay attention, you'll understand it's going to reverse everything toxic that has been done to people who are fighting themselves to be in alignment with who and what uh, fulfills them emotionally. 
So ground yourself, drink plenty of water, plenty of water, talk to your water, uh, get a container, write the word health on it or love on it or put a bunch of words on it because water takes the shape of whatever it's in, right? Science uh, has proven this. There's a documentary that I recommend on my recommendations pad, paid, page, ooh, excuse me, at the top corner, I mean at the top row and it's called The Secret Life of Water. You write words on containers and then they put this under the microscope, the shape of the water cells transmuted to match the shape of whatever the vibration those words gave off, right? That's another thing I learned with uh, universal language. Nothing's verbal. Everything's energetic. It's about vibrations. So down here, when we say certain words, it's not so much the word that we're actually saying. It's the vibration or the energetic influence of that word that matters the most, which is why a lot of people like to talk some shit saying I'm an uneducated female. But in all actuality, I'm just very cautious and I don't like to use complicated words. I like to keep it simple because I know the significance behind the energy of all of these words. Does that make sense? So enough rambling enough channeling enough um information enjoy your day